0: Hello everyone! Welcome, welcome back, my well, friend. Welcome back to you, dear audience. We've been away for a week. Yeah, well, you've been away for what, well, uh, two weeks. I'm being a bit overdramatic.
1: Yeah, but you're away the week before that too. Yes, <laughs> a busy man. Yeah, here. How, how have you been, mate? Yeah, I've been good. I've been good. Happy to be back in the studio. We are here at the lovely Vienna People mm-hmm. in uh, Annandale, uh, and uh, we're recording a podcast. Yeah, about rating your life, a best friend, <laughs> best friend podcast. Why don't you tell everyone where you've been, pal? Um, I've been in New Zealand. Uh, Kiora. yeah, that's <laughs> what they You've say. You got to stop doing that. <laughs> I know,
0: but uh, but Neil, yeah. So what have
1: what's been going on
0: with you, good sir? Well, well we, as we walked into the studio today, we were like, oh, good thing you missed out on Peking Duck. Those guys are loose. Yeah. So this was last week. Last week, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were really cool guys. They're, because we
1: met them at the Spotify thing. Yeah, and that was probably <clears throat> the funnest interview. <laughs> they're <that> just fun <laughs> man. Done.
0: they're just fun like the minute they they um showed up they were kind of just laughing and making jokes and mm. running around and yeah they're really cool yeah, yeah so yeah. check out that podcast What you know done with this one
1: yeah i mean let's hope that you're all watching in order you know <laughs> treat the dave and neil show a little bit like your favorite hbo <laughs> yeah. you know binges sure all right <laughs> but don't jump from one to the other go in order it all won't right? make sense there's a season arc as a what? As a season. Oh yeah, arc, is, yeah. What's what's the arc? We're developing yeah. as characters. <laughs> it's as TBA people, as humans. Yeah. So, I'm hoping by like the end of season five, <laughs> we'll both be taller, more handsome, and able to get through a sentence without <laughs> stuttering and slurring. <laughs> so that's well. I mean, how, how was New Zealand? Because yeah, I mean, he was fun. He was, was good. Yeah, but... New Zealand was was fun. Um, I went to North Island. Yeah. Uh, started off in in lovely Auckland. Mm-hmm uh and then drove down had a little rental car drove down to Rotorua, uh which is like a town near a bunch of like geothermal um like natural pools mm-hmm. which means that the whole town smells a little bit like egg fart uh Ooh, that's rough <laughs> it's like, like, like that sulfur smell in the air yeah, 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 uh, yeah so it's like the most beautiful beautiful town in the world but there is that sort of lingering sulfur smell mm. and now all of my clothes smell like sulfur. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had one shirt that I went to the geothermal, um, like, there's like you can actually go up to the pools and check them out. Be like, okay, this is, this is where the smells from. <laughs> um, so I did that, went over there. The shirt that I was wearing that day, Stupid Dave, chucked in the washing with all my other shirts. Ooh. And now literally every uh white shirt I own and a good portion of my undies uh smell Just smell like you've shit yourself. Smell like sulfur. So uh What
0: what's the point of that? Why would they like let you go up to where the smell is? like, hey guys, come check out where these horrible smell is. Oh,
1: because it's like really, Enjoy your day. No, but it's like crazy cool. So like it's not just like it's not like like a big hole with like a smell coming out. Like mm. so it's it's these natural so because like everywhere in the North Island of New Zealand is basically under like volcanoes. Like mm. the whole thing is just like a bomb about to explode at any yeah. fucking second. Um, so uh, there's all of these, like, uh, these geothermal pools, which are basically like these places <clears throat> in the ground where the natural heat has sort of geothermal heat has come up and heated these, these pools. Mm. um, and so, like, some of them are, like, you know, lukewarm. Like, I went for a little little swim in one of them. Mm. Um, nice little, like, hot bath spa situation. And then some of them are, like, 100 plus degrees. Yeah. And, like, you know, so they were used for everything from, like, cooking to, like, taking the mud out. and Because you know, they're heaps mineral rich, like, using it for, like, medicinal purposes and all that jazz. So, you go there to, like, check it out and be like, all right, cool. Like, this is... Yeah. Having got this in Australia... These these geothermal pools. So I saw something new. Well, it's been I mean, exciting. You
0: did go there because you said you wanted to, to continue writing. That's uh, true. Being the big yep. filmmaker you are. Uh, ever heard of Eurovision? People. Isaiah Firebrace, director and star David Barrows.
1: I feel but, like <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be like fifteen years from now. And, I will. I, I tell literally everyone I've achieved between now and then. I tell fucking everyone.
0: <laughs> like, be. I'm like Dave's filmmaker. Oh really? What's he done? Uh, ever heard of Eurovision? Idiot. They're like, oh okay, that's pretty cool. I'm like, pretty cool.
1: Like 30 years from now, like Isaiah finished ninth, buddy. (laughs) I win like I win like an Oscar or something. (laughs) Like greatest even of my life. And you'll still be like, I'll be in the ground. Mention Eurovision 2017. (laughs) Yeah. You heard of it? (laughs) No, but um
0: yeah, but you were there to write, (laughs) but a lot of people were making jokes that you actually went to get away from the Star Wars trailer dropping. Because I don't know how you do this. I don't know how you live your life. Especially as a fucking filmmaker. And mm-hmm. then, like, just don't watch trailers. Especially if it's something as big as Star
1: Wars. Well, I, tr- I try not to because I used to love trailers. Like, when I was a kid, like, I used to be. Do you remember, like, Apple trailers? Like, back when. Apple trailers. Huh? So, like, this would have been, like, when we were, like, early high school. So, like, the best place to get trailers online was, like, Apple would have, like, this this page on their website which had, like, all the trailers of all the movies coming out. And you just just like go through and, like, click through all the Apple trailers. So I used to, like, go through and I would, like, I would like watch every single trailer that came out. Mm. I was, like, I watched more trailers than I watched movies. But, like, I feel like now that the trailers... And maybe it's because, like, I've watched, you know, since... And I've, I've watched so many movies and, you know, because of what I, I do, I think a lot about, you know, stuff, like you know, story structure and blah, 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 Like, I now feel that when I watch a trailer, it it kind of gives away too much of the plot. And mm. I feel like I can, you know, if I see something, I go, oh, cool, that's probably going to do this and this and this and this. Yeah, And I feel like most people, you know, have that, you know, have that skill set. Yeah, but it do- doesn't drive anyone as insane as it drives me. Like for the, for
0: the rest of the world that has seen the trailer, like you're kind of right. Like I don't, I don't want to say it, it's a spoiler, but there's something that happens in the trailer where you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and like it is one of those, the you know, if uh, that's what I mean. I don't know how you escaped it. Like it, it was on Twitter. Like theories. This is what's going to happen. This is what that thing there meant. Like
1: well, I, I can never. Like it's very, very rare that I make <clears throat> it all the way. To the movie without seeing it, like you, surely you've seen something, like whether you liked it or not. Surely, like um, on your I've Facebook seen it, feed, or I've seen a couple stills, but like nothing that's sort of given anything away. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm doing the same thing with like the black the Black Panther trailer, um, and uh, I, I won't watch any of like the 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 new Han Solo films trailers. Is or any it of tough that. for you to do that? <laughs> it is a little bit. I think the hard bit is when you go watch a movie, and then the trailer. Obviously, the trailers obviously play. Before yeah. a movie yeah. And so I'm literally one of those people That like <laughs> That'll like Put my e- hand over my ears And then <laughs> look at the floor <laughs> During the trailers And you see movies a lot by yourself and so I, like, see, like, I know whoa. So you're like You're trying to do it really discreetly Like you're trying to like You know Sort of <laughs> So like So I go to movies by myself Like trying to like Not be the crazy person In the audience Rarely succeed Rarely <laughs> succeed I,
0: but Surely the people person. are looking at you though well, that's what I'm saying. Do you, definitely... do you look like, like you're just like a guy like in a fiddle position, like looking like you're
1: you've just been dumped on the phone? I like to <laughs> think that people get it. Like to go, oh, that guy doesn't want to see the trailer, does he? No, he wants a surprise. <laughs> he wants to go into that movie cinema, yeah. and actually enjoy the ride. Yeah, I mean, like, so I made the mistake of watching the Blade Runner, um, uh, the new Blade Runner film trailer. Yep. <clears throat> uh, cool trailer. It didn't feel like it was much of a. A spoiler, and, and it wasn't in the grand scheme of things, but like, you know, Hans, uh, so obviously, you know, to sell the movie, um, Harrison Ford was like very prominent in the trailer. Uh, and that was kind of like, you know, he doesn't show up in that film till, till later on in the film. Yeah. So had I not seen the trailer, had I not seen the marketing, that would have been a legitimately cool fucking moment when he showed up in that film I'd be like what yeah. Harrison Ford's in this that's crazy <laughs> but like but surely even if you haven't seen a trailer you know that who's in the movie like... well, and that's and that's kind of why I feel like I mean the same I had the same issue with um with remember Kingsman yeah, yeah. so the most recent one came out so anyone that's seen the, the first Kingsman I, and I apologise if you haven't this is a spoiler <laughs> while we're talking about how shit spoilers are <laughs> um but um Colin Firth's character uh, allegedly dies in the yeah. first one um and then he is in the second one, and I'm saying that even though it is a spoiler because he's in all of the marketing yeah. for the second film. Yeah, like he's in all the trailers, he's in all the posters, mm. um, and that's like it's probably one of the major reveals of the film. But do you still reckon? Alive. Do you
0: reckon, especially with actors as big as Harrison Ford, like that, that would be in, like their deal, wouldn't it? Like you, I need to be on the film poster, I need to be in the trailer. Like I know that sounds douchey, but like that is. I know that's happened before. That's how it worked for those big guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, probably. I mean, I, I, I guess <clears> there is that sort of that business side of it, and that you know, and definitely that marketing side of it, where mm. like, how do you sell a movie with Harrison Ford in it, mm. and not tell people that there's well, fucking Harrison it's, Ford? It's, it's in especially
0: it. with like the Force Awakens, where like for the most part, before that came out, you know, Daisy Ridley, like was she a very big deal before that?
1: I don't, I don't think that. I, I know
0: she's she, obviously she's been in stuff, but you wouldn't say. Anything on yeah, that level. I
1: mean I think the, all the mm. like all the sort of the new the new leads mm. um, had done stuff before. I think I think Daisy Ridley was the closest to a like a, a fresh face, although she yeah. had done stuff before um, yeah. you know as well. But but yeah, I mean that that movie was marketed predominantly off the off the original stars, yeah. you know, the Having, having Harrison Ford and yeah. um, and Carrie Fisher being kind of the the main faces of that marketing yeah. campaign, and it's
0: it's kind of it's kind of shitty as well because you don't know if they're also with a new movie trying to like exploit a terrible word because they're not, but like you know it, when they use Carrie Fisher in the marketing for the Last Jedi, it's like
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, it's, a like, tough, it's a tough it's Harrison line, Ford isn't it?
0: and Carrie Fisher weren't very they weren't in um the Force Awakens for a long period of time, more no. like ten minutes tops if you put them together.
1: Yeah, I mean Harrison Ford was in a bit more yeah. wasn't he? But yeah. um yeah, I mean I guess on this new poster for the the last Jedi which I have seen mm. which obviously has Carrie Fisher kind of front and center um I I don't know like that that kind of felt maybe I'm just giving them the benefit of the doubt maybe I'm not being cynical enough but you know maybe it was sort of cynical and kind of put her front and center but I don't know it kind of felt like it it was something that was sort of warm-hearted about it, it was sort of like mm. she was there front and center and it was kind of like it, it almost felt like, like it was a tribute.
0: Yeah, 100%. You yeah. know,
1: to some extent, which which I was into. Yeah. Because um,
0: wasn't, like, there was a story this week that, like, she fucking delivered, like, a cow's tongue to someone? <laughs> How
1: good is this story? What? what? Like, okay. I, I know that she delivered a, a tongue, but who was it to? Okay, so basically a friend of hers um, went on the radio uh, this week following, uh, the, obviously, the the recent scandal with, with Harvey Weinstein. Um, and she recounted a time where she had told Carrie Fisher about a producer that had sexually harassed her mm. uh and then a week or so later she gets a call from from Carrie Fisher and, and she's like hey um I've I've put a uh, I've delivered a, a Tiffany's box to the producer and inside the Tiffany's box was a cow tongue Jesus and Christ. a note that said um a note that said, uh, "If you touch my dear friend Heather again or any other woman, I will you know, the next delivery you get from me will be something of yours, but in a much smaller box." Fucking
0: <laughs> <hell>. <laughs> what That's a fucking awesome. boss! That's cool as shit.
1: Yeah, wait, wait, what are that, that would have been like?
0: What the seventies, eighties?
1: I don't think it was. That, it... I don't think it was that late. I think it was. I think it was more recently.
0: Yeah. I'll, um. Because obviously, with all this Weinstein stuff, like it's it's literally now, like every day now, there's. Another person comes out and says, Yep. Yeah. Also me.
1: And I think we need to acknowledge the fact that, you know, these are, you know, you and I are two guys that like I've I've never whilst I'm in this industry, I've never experienced sexual mm. harassment directed towards me. Um and I imagine that you're, you mm-hmm. know, in in a similar boat. So so we are in, in no ways authorities on this. Mm. Um I, I think that, you know, when it comes to to Harvey and, and these decisions that he's making, I mean he is obviously Uh, a very well-off, very entitled man Mm. who comes from an industry that has aided and embedded this type of entitlement Mm. and has let it happen either by turning the other cheek and and ignoring it or by actively encouraging it and making Mm. it okay. Uh, And, I mean, very interestingly, uh, a screenwriter, um, so Steve, uh, sorry, Scott uh, Rosenberg, Mm. um, who... uh, you may remember, did a bunch of films with the Weinsteins like very, very early on, sort of when Harvey Weinstein was kind of in the, in the centre of that sort of indie, indie universe where yeah. they were, you know, making some of their biggest films. You know, they were making stuff for Tarantino and like there was kind of that, that height, sort of like the late 90s, early 1000s. Early and he sort of recounts um, sort of his experiences working with Harvey and sort of talks about how people knew, like every, everyone knew That's that's the thing that we, creeps me out the most is that yeah people yeah. knew like and, and he, he does mention he said look we didn't know specifically that there was there was rape taking place but we knew that he was this aggressive guy that was um using his position to um to try and convince women to sleep with him mm. um and And it was, and everyone kind of had a story, you know, everyone he Mm. spoke to had a, had a story or knew of someone that had a story or knew of someone that knew of someone that had a story about him. Yeah. Um, but because these people working with, with Harvey were, um, flattered by him and they were, you know, he had taken out picked these people and said, "Hey, come along for this ride. And we're going to be making these amazing movies and we're going to be um you know going to all these festivals and meeting all these incredible people yeah. and he's going to go take you out to dinner and pay for these amazing dinners and pay for your holidays and
0: and you're going to be a star."
1: And he's going to be and he's, he's gonna make incredibly star. and he was this sort of guy that was charming and and um and generous with his money for the people that were part of his his family, part of his you know his selected group in a circle, group, inner yeah. circle yeah. exactly. And so for them, you know, it, he sort of talks about how it was just really, really easy for them just to 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 ignore it, yeah, basically. And that is kind of I think what's coming out very, very prominently now is that there is this culture. In the film industry, there is this culture in the music industry, as yeah. we you know heard. Um, so Isabel Manfredi from The Preachers yeah. uh, recently uh, made, made some comments about her experiences in in the music industry, um, and there is something about the culture in these entertainment industries where it is ignored, where it is um, <laughs> where it's easier for people to to ignore it and to uh, justify it and to claim ignorance mm. than it is to confront it. And you know, I think there's no one in disagreement that that needs to change. hundred percent, yeah. Um, and of course, you know, the, the terrifying thing is that, um, in, in, as it will come to absolutely no shock and is in, in no way a revelation to all women, but I think has been very revelatory for a, a lot of men over the last couple of days with the hashtag Me Too, mm. and seeing how widespread, you know, having this experience of, of sexual harassment mm. is for universally for women, you know, it's, it's become very, very clear for those it wasn't clear to already that this problem is far wider, mm. and far more insidious yeah. and, uh, far more expansive and universal than I think anyone,
0: yeah, it's it's huge. As, as well, because all, all these other stories, like, you know, a lot of the stories we're hearing, you know, it wasn't Harvey, but it was another person. Yeah. Do you think that they're going to start coming out? Or, you know, Weinstein, and this is a horrible word to you, but, like, he's the scapegoat. Like, everyone's just going to we'll put Weinstein aside. It wasn't him, but it was another producer, but they're not going to name that producer. Like, if we're starting to call these people out, I'm fucking full. Call that person out. Yeah, it wasn't Weinstein, but it was fucking Steve over there. That yeah. guy did. it. Like, fuck, get rid of these people, man. Like...
1: Well, I mean, I mean, uh, you know, the thing of Weinstein being uh, put up and, yeah. and sort of said, <clears throat> we now understand that he did that, and we saw it to some extent with Cosby beforehand, mm. is that it does give an opportunity for people to jump up and say, that also happened to me. Yeah. Um, But the nature of the industry hasn't changed yet. Yeah. And And – but because the reason people didn't set up and say what they had to say uh, about Harvey beforehand is because he was an exceptionally powerful man. Yeah. He was the type of man that could make or break your career. Yeah. There are lots of men that exist with that same power in Hollywood. And I don't think that it becomes any less scary to call them out now that, that Harvey's been called mm. out. Um, Than it was, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, like I, I feel like you know the fact that he, you know, we've seen his sort of fall from grace because of uh, these accusations. Unfortunately, that hasn't necessarily led to an immunity for people that feel like they can now come forward. Yeah, you know, I think there is still a, a, a fear that that if they do come forward, that they they will be repercussions for them professionally
0: yeah here's a question because this was asked as well with someone like Cosby and for someone like he was a filmmaker can you separate the work from the man because this this is why I asked. I was watching Colbert Seinfeld was recently on and they brought up Cosby and um, Seinfeld didn't even flinch Colbert said the same thing he's like can you separate Cosby's comedy from Cosby the man and Seinfeld was like yeah absolutely didn't even flinch he's like of course he's like can't you and Colbert's like well you know, with the history and and so you could tell Seinfeld kind of like was like I didn't even say like he passed it off, but I think what he was saying is you know Cosby's comedy and his jokes are separate to like I that's what that's what I looked up to when I was starting out, not yeah the man and the fucking the, what he did off stage. He was focused. The guy on stage was the Cosby I cared about. Yeah, sure. And on stage, he was one of the greatest to ever do it. It's- and you could tell Colbert was kind of like.
1: Hmm.
0: <laughs> like it was I think he expected Seinfeld to be like yeah fuck that guy but Seinfeld's like no it's, no issue
1: man it's it's a tough one like I, mm. I and if you'd asked me that question maybe a year ago I think I would have had the same answer that Seinfeld yeah. had I would have been like yeah no of course like of course like what they do should be separate like what they do is their art should be separate from who they are as, as a pe- as a person but it's not that simple a- mm. as that and it's you know, like take someone like uh Woody Allen, for example. Yeah. I mean, he is a man that has survived um uh without any repercussion uh accusations about Ooh. the sexual assault that he's uh, he's conducted. And he continues to make movies. He continues to be given tens of millions of dollars every year to make more films. And it's and, and it's, bit, it's like yeah. so it it becomes a thing of like, so yeah, so you can look back at the films that he made early in his career and you can go, God, I love that film. Mm. But but when it when you find out or when there's the, mm. the, the revelation or when there's the act that takes place, every time they make a film or they make a, a record or they do something afterwards and And we enable that by mm. by either on the finance side financing side provide money for it or on the on the audience side pay money to go see that mm. we're almost saying that that his artistry is this kind of diplomatic immunity for yeah. his crimes because and you forget like that's the reason not the
0: reason but like Cosby could being in that position to do that because he's Bill Cosby. And yeah. why is he Bill
1: Cosby? Because everyone loves Bill Cosby and you're a part of that group, you know? It's, it's like that idea of, of you know, it's, it's kind of this weird thing of, of if Bill Cosby wanted to get up and do, do comedy now, mm. go up and do a stand up comedy routine now. Um, and people paid to go see that it would be like, okay, but you what you're saying now is that, you know, you yeah. know what he did. And I'm talking about looking back and going, Oh my God, I loved how funny he was back in the day, like, he was so influential on my career and he was influential on me as a person, blah, 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 blah. Um, If you went and paid for his tickets now, you're basically saying that I'm supporting you despite that. Mm. It was kind of like, you know, like, that was, I think, a lot of people's biggest problem with Trump being elected after the the Hollywood Access tape came out. Because it was, you know, you're not just saying, um, you're saying that you can be president despite what you did. It's well, like...
0: Man, it's the same with Lost Prophets, the the band. You know yeah, what about that, right? like, no, no, I mean, right? Well, the singer, he's currently serving like 35 years in prison because he was manipulating his fans to bring their kids to him.
1: Yeah. Jesus Christ.
0: And that's what I mean. But like, I, I can't... I used to love Lost Prophets. I can't listen to a song anymore. Just because it's like, fuck, like, no, it's just... And you can't explain it because, you know, that's the whole thing. Can you separate the man from the work? Love the music, can't listen to it anymore. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, there's something about it. Just... Once it's out, and it's like I, I couldn't put it I I disagree with Jerry Seinfeld. just is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like it's I I can't separate. I don't think.
1: I I think that like you know you're never going to be able to change <clears throat> the ways that the way that certain things influenced you mm. when you were growing up or or early in your career and and the impact that those things had on on your life. Yeah. Uh. But the the way that the, the person the artist conducts themselves should. Affect the way you continue to support them. Yeah, and I mean it's it's also this thing of like so recently so um uh Kevin Smith who of course director of of Clerks Dogma um and Silent Bob he is Silent Bob G- Silent <laughs> Bob yeah so he he had a career um built basically by the Weinstein yeah. Corporation in the same way that say Tarantino had um where they had this really strong relationship with with Harvey Weinstein particularly uh, and the Weinstein brothers uh supported his career and basically made a fuck ton of films with him. So he's recently come out and said that he's devastated by the allegations. He feels like his entire career has been wrapped up, um, with this human who has been, you know, uh, doing horrible things to people. And so he's now decided that all future proceeds, all his royalties from all the films that he made with Harvey Weinstein is going to go, um, to charity, to, to, yeah. to a woman's charity. Um, and that, I think, was an example of him sort of saying, you know, it's not okay and I can't separate. Yeah. Make that separation. Yeah. And but it has raised a question because, you know, that a lot of the people that uh, are in Weinstein's position are men who are wealthy and are probably the guys that are you're seeing as EP credits on films they're the guys that are making these films happen and because of that there is i guess this sort of thing in the industry where you go this is the price of doing business yeah we need to deal and work with this shitty person because that's the only way we're going to be able to make this film yeah.
0: happen and we all we've all experienced that on obviously a lower level than hollywood but you know i'm
1: sure you work with people or have worked with people who are absolute dickheads but you got to yeah. get the job done yeah but it's like you know it, it's a constant you know, like, I, my friend and I, who's a, a cinematographer who I work with quite a bit, we often... And no one's offering us this job. <laughs> we often, like, you know, have this sort of hypothetical sort of conversation, about like, if the coal industry called you tomorrow, so we want to make it into a coal ad, would you direct it? Would you shoot it? Would you shoot a coal mm. ad? And it's real easy in this hypothetical to be like, no, fuck off. Yeah. Like, fuck the coal industry. Yeah. But if the coal industry turned around and said, we're going to pay you, you know tens of thousand dollars to make this ad that's yeah it's a lot of money and it's you know it's so it's like you like to think that you when the time comes you would have the integrity to do to do what is right but at the end of the day um you know you have to do you have to work you have to do do the job and at what how it becomes more and more difficult i think and Mm. those lines get grayer when the money and the and the what's at stake's bigger. Yeah. If you're looking at if you've been working on a film, and a lot of the films that Harvey Weinstein was working on with indie films. So these are probably movies with first time directors or early career directors probably working on these screenplays for five years, ten years, yeah. finally getting it up, and this guy comes along and he says, I'm gonna give you the money to make this happen. Yeah. Change your life. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think it puts people in in a tough situation. And I think that we need to change and we need to start having this conversation. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess
0: the, the good thing that's coming out of this is that people are speaking out now. Yeah. Um, and fuck, if we can get... That's, that's the one thing that I'm when people come out and tell their stories, no, it wasn't Harvey, but it was this guy. I want that person to be called out. Because, you know, they're, they're, it's not just Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. There's a lot yeah. of them in Hollywood and in the music industry and, and fucking and a lot of industries. Whether it's just yeah.
1: powerful, wealthy men. I mean, there's two sides of it. I think on one side we need to make sure <laughs> that people are held accountable and mm. people are held accountable and uh, are appropriately uh, punished or yeah. um, demoted for for the shitty things they did. Yeah. But what needs to change is the culture. Yeah. And it needs to evolve in such a way that. Uh, this stuff doesn't happen in the first place, yeah. And that's a much bigger, more insidious problem. Yeah, that I don't know how to solve apart from you know, as an individual, trying to be a better human. Yeah, you know? it's deep. Tough. They got deep, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Was that just like forty minutes of us just it's just deep,
0: deep talk? It's oh, it's God. weird because you're like a Pac Man right behind your head, so I'm just staring Jesus deep crap. in your eyes, and there's just a little Pac Man just hovering over you. So, it's um, it's been heavy. It's been tough. Yeah.
1: I, I often feel like when we do... Because this is like every now and then we have like a serious David Neal chat. Mm. And a lot of the time we're woefully <laughs> underqualified to have the, the depth we're not of David Neal chat. Just,
0: we're just wondering out loud, to be fair. It's like we're... Don't come to us for guidance. Yeah, we are no guidance to we're, just,
1: we're just venting. We're just two guys yeah. that um, have through... <laughs> someone's massive mistake being given a podcast <laughs> and have been told to speak about what's happening yeah, that week. Yeah. And sometimes there's things to talk about yeah. that aren't pretty. Aren't pretty.
0: We'll say before, it's like, it's just been a shitty week. As far as like yeah. talking points go, everything is just really like, well, this happened, that was sad and this happened and that wasn't fun for anyone. It's just, yeah. it's been a tough week. Has. But you know it's exciting. what's good exciting, good segue Neil, um, at the music obviously, if you haven't heard or seen already, um, yeah, the, as far as magazines go, the music is going monthly, so the, wow. the you knew this, don't pretend, well, don't panic know me, this. Please. The, um, why is this Neil, why is it happening? The So the, this week's magazine is out right now, um, this is the last weekly edition, so oh, from so November, out, pick it up, it'll be, from November, it. it'll be a monthly um, edition, are we on the front cover of that one? Well, I'm trying to be the the next next month's one the last one no we're not devastating but also the website's been redeveloped um they're apparently putting more time well, so says Craig more time in the podcast are so you listening Craig oh good um Craig being the, the boss of the music yeah
1: .com.au. managing director yep
0: great guy um yeah so there's gonna be it's gonna be a, a lot more video and audio content coming your way
1: so um coming at you soon yeah well now well, coming at right you now.
0: well let's say November because that's when the magazine comes out it just feels right there yeah sure yeah. So sure
1: sure. Um, so, so, and there's going to be a little podcast tab on the, um, mm. on website.
0: Mm. Well, hoping so. Yeah. I don't okay. want
1: to, I don't want to say anything that I'm not allowed to say, but, uh, Ooh, yeah. Secret stuff. You'll see more of our faces, which
0: is exactly what you want, isn't
1: it? Yeah. Well, I just, uh, <laughs> we just, uh, filmed an interview recently mm. and Neil and I had to look back at our faces and, um, I'm fine with it. You're, you're so fine <laughs> with your face. You're, you're out of all things that you're I'm,
0: self-conscious about. Oh, look at my mouth. I'm very happy. Well, look at your mouth. draw attention to it. <laughs> Neil. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm just getting all the comments out of the video. Though. He does have
1: a weird mouth. He has a weird mouth. To be fair, David's mouth looks yeah. dumb. No, 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 it's not just the mouth. I'm I've concerns about all aspects <laughs> of, of my face um, on that. I think I'm going to stay on the radio, uh, on the airwaves for a little while.
0: That's why you're a director. Ha, 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 Well, yes. That's so. offensive.
1: Well. So this is the kind of content you can
0: expect moving <laughs> forward for the music. Congratulations, everyone. Well, you know, if you are still listening... <laughs> Love you. Thank you. Thank you so much. See ya.